on the road again Just can't wait to get on the road again The life I love is making music with my friends Hello and welcome to this episode of Travel Stories from the Back Again and Gone podcast, still being recorded in the beautiful home office of Chateau Relaxo, Florida. And yes, we are still continuing our series of stories from home since no one's traveling, except for Robbie Morris for the most part. Over the years, I've gotten several emails asking about a Chateau Relaxo to English translator. So tonight, we're going to have a little bit of fun and talk about that. Thanks for listening. Hello. If you are a new listener, welcome. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. Like I said in the intro, it's a Chateau Relaxo to English translator. So some of the vernacular that I use doesn't always make sense. So at the request of several emails... Uh, We're going to try to straighten that out a little bit, but first a little bit of travel news and a question. What's large, flat, and has a bunch of stationary vehicles? Well, it's not a traffic jam, but it's most every single rental car lot in America, and somebody found a way to take advantage of that. Get a load of this. Dateline, Baltimore, Maryland, two people were arrested last Monday for allegedly stealing numerous vehicles from the BWI rental car facility. Police detectives charged two individuals in connection with thefts of 28 rental cars between May and July of 2019. The vehicles were worth more than $660,000 in total. Detectives said that the individuals used their jobs as security officers with Allied Universal Security Services, a company contracted by the rental car center that allowed them to move rental cars between facilities without a contract. Police alleged that the two sold the rental cars, both faced numerous charges, including a theft scheme greater than $100,000 and, of course, 28 counts of unlawful taking of a motor vehicle. Surprise, surprise. This is not even COVID-related. This happened May and June of 2019. The BWI rental setup is probably one of the worst out there as it actually adds a minimum of 20 minutes to your uh, departure and arrival just getting to the lot. The facility is so remote that uh, some of these cars might have actually run out of gas and could possibly still be sitting on the side of the road. My other issue with the rental car lot or rental car facility, as they call it, is there's really no gas stations close to it. Hence the chance that there are some of the cars still sitting on the side of the road. BWI, the rental car facility, is probably just about as bad as the one is at Newark Airport. A little bit of good news on the travel horizon from STR. and not sure what STR stands for, but they provide premium data benchmarking analytics and marketplace insights for the global hospitality sector. I didn't write that. It came off their website. And the U.S. hotel results ending for the week of June 13th of this year versus the previous year. Hotel occupancy was at 41%, down about 43% over 2019. The average daily rate was $89.09. 
down 33% from the previous year, and the revenue per available room was right at $37, and that's down about 62% from the previous year. Allison Hoyt of STR said, powered by slow and steady rise in the weekly demand, the industry clawed its way above 40% occupancy, still down substantially from the comparable week the previous year at about 73% occupancy, but the obvious improvement from the country's low point in mid-April, I think this is a good sign. I think we're starting to see people get out and travel a little bit more be interesting to see what the results are for the end of this week. Okay, on to tonight's focus, the Chateau Relaxo to English Translator. Some of these terms come directly from uh, Urban Dictionary because I am truly not that creative, but some of the terms that you will hear used in the podcast, the very first one is Chateau Relaxo. No humble brag intended, but we built this house about four years ago, and it was more than double the size of the previous Frickford Farms. With more space comes new furnishings, and once everything was in place, I sat down one night and looked over at the CEO and uttered this phrase, this place is so nice, no one will ever leave here. And three years later, no one has left, and we've actually added a new resident. In all honesty, short of a mountain home on a stream, I'm pretty much inclined to stay here as well. You'll hear me say O-Town a lot, and that's short for Orlando, Florida. You'll also hear me say Sacktown, which is Sacramento, California. And if you've never been out there, uh, one visit and you'll know why it's called Sacktown. Knox Vegas, Chat Vegas, and Nash Vegas. Any major town in Tennessee except for Memphis, because Mem Vegas sounds like a stripper or possibly over-the-counter stomach medicine. This term originally emanated from Nashville as a whole, uh, but the locals there know it actually refers to Lower Broadway and all of its neon, which makes it appear to be a mini Las Vegas, especially when you're sitting there asking your que- the question, why am I still awake at 2 a.m. in the morning? <laughs> the CEO and I have done this a few times. Uh, It's a great area. All of Tennessee is amazing, but that's where uh, anything with Vegas, uh, Knox, Chat, and Nash come into play. A sled is a car, but it's not your average car. For instance, the 2018 Chevy Malibu in your driveway, unfortunately, is not a sled. A sled is either like a Cadillac Escalade painted white or black with some nice chrome rims, But it also is a car that you don't see a lot, regardless of the year. So consider a Toyota Camry station wagon or even a Ford Taurus station wagon. Both of those are a sled. And of course, a 1992 Land Rover Defender is definitely a sled. And if you see one that's for sale, please hit me up at travelfrick at gmail.com. A gooey frap. Everyone knows I'm not a huge fan of Starbucks or even the Double D Dunkin' Donuts. However, if I was going to open a franchise, I would definitely open a Dunkin' Donut franchise because there is always a line. But I am a fan of coffee. My first issue with those established has to do with the ordering process. And my very simple rule when it comes to ordering coffee, if you have to take a breath while ordering your coffee, you really don't like coffee that much. So consider this order. Grande in a venti cup, 20-pump vanilla, 20-pump hazelnut, whole milk, 190 degrees, add whip, and extra caramel drizzle latte. Seriously, I could order my complete meal at Chili's quicker than that. 
And the term gooey frap is attributed to Britney Spears during her major meltdown, which was probably the early 2000s. When every picture she was in, she seemed to be holding some sort of a sticky Starbucks Frappuccino contraption, hence the term gooey frap. Lot lizards, prostitutes that frequent truck stops, they're there, folks. Next time you pull into a Pilot Flying J or TA truck stop, take a look around. And why do you think they call it a TA truck stop? Uh, Road Warrior, this is directly from... Urban Dictionary. This is a self-described term used by corporate lackeys that spend a lot of time on the road via automobiles, living in motels, and eating in restaurants and diners. Many use this term to glamorize, romanticize, and or rationalize their lonely profession, sometimes to impress the lot lizards and other prostitutes that frequent the world of the traveler. Baby Road Warrior, I use this a lot. Typically, somebody that's not been traveling very long it's the same as of the other previous road warrior and all of those perks, but it also is somebody that packs way too much stuff and is still dragging around a piece of luggage they bought at TJ Maxx or Marshalls. Hashtag local, as in drink local or eat local. Robbie Morris and I talked about this last weekend, but it's not eating or drinking local because you want to be a hipster. Uh, eating as well as drinking local will give you a couple insights, the essence of the town that you're in, but it'll also provide some great stories to tell your friends when you get home. Really seriously, for example, have any of your friends shared an amazing story that they had about their meal at the Olive Garden in Topeka, Kansas? Probably not. Uh, best way to find out how to drink or eat local is ask the uh, the gate agent, not gate agent, ask the uh, hotel desk clerk. When you're checking in, they will more than likely be able to provide you with plenty and plenty of places. The term traveler, not what you think. It's a to-go alcoholic beverage, usually poured into a plastic cup. Think coffee cup from a room with a lid. You take a traveler poolside at the hotel or as you walk through the streets of Nash Vegas. Horizontally challenged. This is for people that film events that they hope go viral, but they don't hold their phone horizontally, resulting in a crappy, kind of chopped video. So everybody, when you have that viral moment that you think you are going to film and make tons of uh, your 15 minutes of fame, flip your phone horizontally. The great state of Florida being based out of here and living in this state longer than any other place I've lived, it does deserve some respect. First is WTF, not what you think. It means welcome to Florida. Most of my extensive research, weird stories emanate or happen in the state of Florida. After reading or discussing these stories, it's normally followed by, thank you, Florida. Mouse House, very easy. Disney World. Florida Man, this is direct from Urban Dictionary because they say it best. Florida Man is a key word used to describe all of the weird news stories and random Floridians committing weird and dumb crimes. Due to the state's lax laws regarding freedom of press, the fact that every police or court case must be public. Most of these weird stories, however, are related to the white Florida men, the police and drugs, Due to this, this is why people outside of Florida hate Florida. I think that says it best. Florida fuel, short for meth. Uh, Floridian, someone born in Florida, 
subject to massive amounts of fluoride in their drinking water, thus making them do retarded stuff and having basically low IQs. They are notorious for not knowing how to drive and causing insane amounts of unnecessary traffic accidents. Another term for a Florida native is a flow grown, and normally they will proudly display this with a sticker on the back window of their Ford F-250 with very large and very noisy tires. Pavement Princess is a badass 4x4 that is usually lifted with huge tires over 33 inches that make a lot of noise, whose owner is too much of a dweeb to take it off-road and typically has a flow grown sticker in the back window. Moving on to travel-related terms from airlines, airports, rental cars, and hotels. The suicide flight is normally the first flight out in the morning. The reason I call it the suicide flight is the pilot woke up just like you in the last few hours. And do you think you could fly a plane at 6 a.m.? Probably not. Gate lice. Passengers often inexperienced flyers that crowd around or line up at the gate at an airport, completely blocking the boarding area and preventing first and business class passengers from being able to get to the plane when they're allowed to. For me, typically, uh, the gate lice with Southwest, I think they've done a pretty good job, but if you fly Delta or anything like that, when you hear them say boarding zone A and everybody in board in zone C and D rushes the gate, those are gate lice, kettle class, uh, this can be used to refer to all of the coach and economy class on a plane, but usually used to highlight those passengers on a flight who, through their behavior, make it very apparent that they aren't familiar how to get around an airport, get through security, or even get on a plane without delaying or convincing everyone else. Typically, they are from flyover country. And, of course, flyover country is the middle-class Midwest that is typically flown over by scheduled airlines between their major hubs. These next two are pretty important. Good nudity. First, and most importantly, it's naked people that you want to see naked and might involve dim lighting, drinks, and music. Bad nudity. First and foremost, it's people that you never wish to see naked. Bad nudity usually involves nudity at an airport, an airline, hotel lobby, etc. Normally accompanied by really bad lighting, which actually might be a good thing. Airline beverage, uh, normally ginger ale. Not sure why, but everybody seems to order ginger ale on flights. Airport food, food you can only get at the airport. Not as common as it once was, and now it's kind of being blended in with mall food. Think Asian chow, sabaros, and Auntie Anne's pretzels. And I'm not saying that it's bad food, but nobody comes home on a Friday night wanting to take the family to Asian chow for dinner. Outlet hog, a person who plugs electronics into outlets that end up taking up more space than it should and blocks the usage of the outlet from everybody else. Rental car customer, one whose reservation is not held. Think Seinfeld. Remember this episode? Jerry at the rental car lot. Jerry, I don't understand. Do you have my reservation? Rental car agent, we have your reservation. We just ran out of cars. Jerry, but the reservation keeps the car here. That's why you have a reservation. Rental car agent, I think I know why we have reservations. Jerry, I don't think you do. You see, you know how to take the reservation. You just don't know how to hold the reservation. And that's really the most important part of the reservation, the holding. Anybody can just take them. 
which afterwards I think Jerry finished up that conversation when offered the uh, insurance for the rental car. He said, oh, yes, I'm going to drive the hell out of this thing. Uh, If you want to avoid stuff like that, join a rental loyalty program, and hopefully you'll never have to stop by a rental desk again. Rental Cross, using a rental car for racing or other performance driving, usually accompanied by sayings such as, don't be gentle, it's a rental. And of course, the question that I always ask, what's the difference between a Jeep and rental car? There are some places you can't take a Jeep. On to hotels. A hotel is a place you never want to work. Hotel sex. The hope, normally by the male in the relationship, or the lead, I guess, uh, that the evening away from the kids in a strange room will entice their partner into strange kinky sex acts that they accidentally stumbled across on the interwebs. There's a less than 50% chance of it ending up that way. The interwebs is, of course, a sarcastic term used for the internet, often used in context or parody regarding the inexperienced, unskilled, or even incoherent user. Down and out, a hotel where the doors of the room are on the outside. Typically, the hotels that you see on shows like Live PD and Cops. Avoid these at all costs. La Quinta, very simple translation. La Quinta is Spanish for behind Denny's. Moving on and finishing up with food and restaurants. A restaurant recon. This is when all of your buddies decide to go out to dinner. You pull into the restaurant parking lot and you send one of the passengers into the restaurant to find out the wait time while everybody sits comfortably in the car. A restaurant is any wing restaurant where the wait staff wears shorty shorts or tight t-shirts. Hooters, Twin Peaks fall into that category. Think Michael Scott from The Office and his order at the Hooters. Chicken breast hold the chicken. You know, typically these places are not my kink. Uh, I do like the food, but it really truly has nothing to do with the attire by the wait staff. Food, food, uh, real food eaten at an establishment uh, where you don't order your meal using a number and they don't reply to your order with, would you like to upsize that? Meat and three, typical Southern diner, meat and three sides, heavy on the mashed potatoes and gravy. And in case you were wondering, mac and cheese does count as a vegetable. I just had the water. This is my typical response when we were out in a group and asked by the waiter or waitress if we're ready for the check. Typically, I'll just say I had just the water. Well, there you have it. I hope that will help you to follow the podcast along a little bit easier. Please leave me a message on Anchor or shoot me an email, travelfrick at gmail.com. You can visit us on the web at hypeamerica.com or find me at Instagram at swfrick. As I keep hoping to say, travel safe. But since no one is really traveling, I'm going to stick with stay safe. And thanks for listening. Hey, wait a second. Don't go. Make sure you check out all the blogs over at hypeamerica.com. From food to travel to just general life humor, we cover all the topics. Thanks again.